Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We're glad to be home in town. We're attending Winter Bible Seminar at Raymond this week. Nice to be in our own home. Uh, next week, though, we'll be in Boise, Idaho, the 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Uh, we'll be in the schools the 1st and the 3rd, and on the 2nd, we'll be there on a Wednesday night. Have a great time. Love being with the folks there in Boise. Uh, we're coming to you every week to look at the different things that point to the coming of the Lord, specifically the gathering of nations for the Ezekiel 38 war, uh, because you know that happens just after the rapture. Rapture's signless, but the second coming has tons of signs. So uh, we look at what's going to happen just before uh, the rapture of the church. So man, when you got all these things preaching to us right now, it's so amazing. And I hear so many people go, oh, you don't need to hear end times. What's the big deal about end times? Well, uh, tell a quarterback that in a football game. He needs to be able to look at the play clock to tell right where they are because it's so urgent. So that urgency has to come into the church. Same thing with in a race, you see the finish line, you run faster, not slower. And remember, Jesus rebuked the crowd. Uh, he only rebuked the Pharisees over and over and over again, but only rebuked the crowd one time. He said, you can tell what the weather is going to be, but you don't know your hour of visitation. So he, he wants us to know why, because you make changes. If you thought the Lord was coming back tomorrow, you'd be a lot sweeter tonight than you would be tomorrow. Come on, because uh, you're about to see the king. I would hope uh, you'd be ready to do his bidding every single day. So we are literally watching everything set up for the Ezekiel 38 war. Amazing. How do we know that happens uh, just after the rapture? Well, because God physically intervenes for Israel in this dispensation. It's the church age. He takes the church off the earth and pays Israel back seven years of old covenant time called the tribulation period. And in that time, God can basically, the gloves are off. He can intervene as much as he needs to because he gave the church all authority. He takes the church off the earth and repays Israel those seven years. So, man, you saw what's happened this last week. Uh, literally, Russia did go ahead and start uh, basically taking over the Ukraine. I like what Putin called it. He called them peacekeepers. How crazy is it now that you have world leaders uh, calling war uh, peacekeepers? Just nuts. I mean, I, I, I'm kind of in awe, like with China a couple of weeks ago saying it, when they go into Taiwan, they didn't say they're going to attack Japan. They didn't say they're going to fire missiles at Japan. They said they're going to nuke Japan. That mentality of, of, of leaders verbalizing such craziness. And with Putin, Putin said yesterday, there is no Ukraine. There shouldn't be a Ukraine. And he even, uh, it's, I heard him say, this is not where we're stopping. We'll go even further. So he publicly let that out, that this is not just the end. This is the beginning. So you've got Crimea, you've got the Ukraine, and you watch the tentacles will spread out. Basically, what they're doing is a setup for what's going to happen when Russia comes down on Israel, and that's the Ezekiel 38 war. This is not the Ezekiel 38 war, but it is the setup for the Ezekiel 38 war. It is intriguing that it, there was basically nothing the world could do but sit back and watch. Even with the NATO troops, even with all the armament that we have, Russia just rolled right into the Ukraine. So it's just amazing uh, watching Scripture be fulfilled right in front of our eyes. How wild. Well, in the midst of all of that, which that's amazing with their naval uh, areas that they have, their submarines ready to fire missiles, all this stuff in preparation for Russia to go forward, you've got Iran uh, finishing up the nuclear talks in Vienna this week with Israel. I like that Prime Minister Bennett said, you know, he goes, basically, we, we gained nothing out of this. Basically, Iran said, okay, what we want the, the, the International Atomic Agency inspectors, just forget what you've seen in the last couple of years, and we'll start over, even though there's been violation after violation after violation. And basically, this is what Iran gets. They get to still have 
a building underground the size of a football field with brand new centrifuges to enrich uranium as fast as they want to do it. So it's it's. I was intrigued to hear the tone from Israel. Israel must be supernaturally ready to do whatever. So uh, with that, they're like, hey, this is no problem. We, we got it covered. Along with that, Israel got a brand new defense system. Uh, it's called Let There Be Light. It's a huge laser system all around Israel. So uh, I guess Israel's not concerned at all about Iran having nukes because the Iranian leader two weeks ago said, we will annihilate Israel. We'll wipe them off the map. So you got Russia talking crazy talk. Iran talking crazy talk, China talking crazy talk. You had one of the rabbinical leaders in Israel this week say, you know, this is basically what's what, what's set up for going to happen. Uh, China and Russia and America in a war, specifically talking about America and Russia, that happens more after the rapture of the church. But uh, basically, that's the book of Revelation. So you've got guys that haven't even read the book of Revelation, don't even believe we're there yet, and they're prophesying about what's going to come to pass. So Absolutely amazing. So you have China doing these things. You've got Russia doing these things. You've got Iran doing these things. You had Hezbollah uh, have a, a drone fly over the northern part of the Galilee for 40 minutes and were not detected. It is intriguing, though, know, that Russia talked to Israel again about you can't do any uh, f- uh, airstrikes into Syria, and Russia's continuing to do their border flies uh, on right up on the Euphrates Valley and uh, down on the Golan Heights area. So you've got Russian fighter planes uh, patrolling right there, right where Israel is. So all this is happening right in front of our eyes because it points to the coming of the king. Wow, how blessed are we? Remember, for the world, it's very scary, but for the church, there is no bad news. So why do we get into all this? Because he loves you. He wants you encouraged. He wants you happy. He wants you hopeful. This is it. The Bible's playing out right in front of our eyes. I'm so intrigued to hear people say, you don't need to hear about the coming of the Lord. No, it's the most exciting thing Paul said. It'll make you happy. It'll make you hopeful, and it'll make you comforted. He comforted them about the rapture of the church so they don't have to be here during the tribulation. Isn't that amazing? When Paul was with the church at Thessalonica, the two weeks he was there, what did he teach on? The rapture, the second coming, and the Antichrist. Why? When you get where you are in time, it produces peace, produces joy, and supernatural strength. So with all of that, you've gone from sign after sign after sign after sign after sign to now you've gone to signals. So let's talk about the signals a little bit. Let's talk signs first, and then we'll get to signals. The signs in the Bible are so blatant. I think our book that's coming out in June is at 79 or 80 signs. Crazy. But, you know, you got Israel made a nation. you got Jerusalem won back. you got the Hebrew language restored. you got the Ethiopian Jews brought back. you got the fertility of the land of Israel. you got the revival of the Roman Empire. All these things that God said you'd see just before the coming of the Lord. Then you got fish in the Dead Sea. You got the Dead Sea turning blood red (laughs) right where Sodom and Gomorrah was, and it happened on the Day of Atonement. So absolutely amazing. You have foxes on the Temple Mount. You have the ritual baths around the temple filling up with water. You, You have all these specific flawless things that the Bible said you'd see happening right now because the Bible said you'd see them just before the coming of the Lord. Why do we see them? We're about to have the coming of the Lord. You have more though. You have 172 different species of predatory birds. You've got uh, uh, Israel producing fruit for 90% of the continent of Europe. Amazing. All these different things put together. The Temple Mount Institute, last name's Cohen, means priest. You have all these priests that have been going to school ready to have sacrifices. So God's got birds in position, fish in position, Russia in the Ukraine and Crimea, a doorway and a pathway to go right into Israel. All these different groups are in position. Why? The king's coming back. 
With all of that, there's you know, men will be lovers themselves of selfie sticks. So with all of that, you go to signals then. So you had blood red moons on Passover and Tabernacles, four in a row. Uh, amazing. When's the last time you had four in a row? NASA calls it a tetrad. 1967 when Jerusalem was won back. 1948 when Israel's made a nation. 1492 at the Edict of Expulsion when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. And God raised up Columbus to sail the ocean blue in 1492. What did he discover? America be a safe harbor for the Jews. So all these activities, uh, heavenly activities pointing to the Lord coming back. Didn't even get into this last week. They, they found the largest solar system ever in history. Uh, just mapped it out. Uh, the biggest solar flare ever in history this last week. And they, they even came up with a black hole that they found that they hadn't seen before. So all these things are happening. The largest solar flare ever in history. So signals, signs, I mean, it's just all over. So you got the blood red moons, you have all those things. And then you have uh, uh, the, the signals showing that we're there. Wow, amazing. There's many more signals that I don't get into every week because they're just so complex. But So so what does that tell us? Uh, we have to hustle. We have to accelerate. This is it. Jesus is coming back. Obviously, horrific news for the world because the world's getting ready for the tribulation. But for the church, we're going to be caught up. You say, well, that's just an escape theology. No, it's a hustle theology. When you see the finish line, you run faster. So what do we do? Help our local church, help our local pastor. Uh, it, it, when we can physically see all these things that we need to see, it should propel us to do the will of God. Think how amazing it's going to be to see the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Wow, amazing. We're going to be caught up. We shall be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. The last trump, the trumpet shall sound. The dead shall be raised and we shall be raised incorruptible. We've borne the image of the earthy. We're going to bear the image of the heavenly. The stain of Adam will be taken off of us and we'll be right there at the throne of God. Wow, Jesus redeemed you. He's coming back for you. I hear all these people talk about there won't be a rapture. Enoch was raptured. Elijah was raptured. Jesus was raptured. The church will be raptured. There'll be a mid-trib rapture. So there's there's something about God taking people from point A to point B. Just like Israel took their uh, their ambassadors out of the Ukraine just before war broke out, set up a, an embassy in Poland. America took out their ambassadors. The ambassadors will leave the planet. Jesus, the King of Kings, about to come back. Man, have a blessed, awesome week. Let's watch all of the Russia invasion into the Ukraine play out and what it says to us uh, in the future. Uh, that we get to see the, all these events right before the coming of the Lord. Colleen and I want to thank you for your prayers, for your financial support. Thank you for helping us get the message out. Uh, preach about the coming of the Lord. Be a voice for Him because we're about to see Him face to face. Have a blessed week. We'll see you next Wednesday. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week. One love to overshadow.